Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you almost live from beautiful Sunshine Coast in the Quebec region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klohomin Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. And joining me, as per usual, is Jill Kirby, an astrologer from Victoria, and our major astrology enthusiast who is going to keep us reasonably young, Jenna Short. Welcome. <laughs> Everybody say hi, so I know that the recording is Hello. working. Hello. Okay, so this is episode 139. Hello. Ah, there you are. <laughs> okay, episode 139, and this is an episode that Jill has put together. Yay, Jill. Yeah. And it's going to be about the big transits and mm. from a modern perspective. Yeah. So, Jill, I'll let you take it away. Okay, well, I thought it would be interesting to use the U.S. chart, partly because they are having their Pluto return, yeah. which is a fairly impressive thing. I mean, again, you know, we don't get that with human beings, so, thought, well, since they're doing that, we might as well use them. Uh -huh. and, and so I just picked some very significant events in the... Yeah in the life of the U.S. and yeah. um, and did the charts where I found the times and date. Well, not always the time, but the dates. Yes, yeah. Which when we're, when we're talking about the typical transits that astrologers, especially modern astrologers will follow, um, you know, it, it isn't usually a specific day event thing. It's a yeah. period of time, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, like with a war, it's, I've come with, put up the, the actual beginning of the war, the, the winner. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just as best as I could to get a, a date. Um, yeah, exactly. In order to look at the comparison, you have to have a date. So Yes, yeah, yeah. The bi-wheel is putting the event around the, the U.S. Yeah. So, okay. I, and, and it was quite interesting. They are, yeah. Interesting. Okay, um, so I'm going to pull up our visuals that we have. And um, I also, um, I put up at the beginning of this particular episode, a, um, um, it's just a table for people so they can kind of get familiar with um, how slowly those outer planets move. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, of course, as Jill was saying, you know, people don't get a Pluto return. It's 248 years. People don't get a Neptune return. And they don't get that one either. It's 164 uh, Uranus. If you're healthy, you can definitely get a Uranus return. And Saturn, the average life will get definitely three, but it's possible to get a fourth as well. Um yeah, so that's just, you know, for your information, it is clickable and downloadable if you like. Um, but let's move on to the chart. Jupiter is, of course, one of the outer planets, but its, it's cycle is only 12 years. So yeah, yeah, pretty quick. Major events, I mean, we'll, we'll see it show up in the charts. And yes, and it, and it adds its boost well, or whatever to the all, all of the planets do, and I, I noticed that often there's, a lot of uh, interplanet activity as well that yeah it's to trigger you know yes. 
the setup is the outer planets and then of course the inner yes. planets act like triggers. Yes. So, so we, I started with the end of the Revolutionary War. <laughs> At the beginning, they didn't know they were going to win. <laughs> well, no, no, they didn't. And I don't have the time of it, but apparently it was that day that the, uh, I think it's Cornwallis uh, surrendered. Oh, okay. So in that, Yorktown? In, yeah, in okay. Yorktown. So that marked the end of, of the Revolutionary War. I mean, it took a while after that to, you know, sort things out, but mm -hmm. they, they gave for the end. And I thought it was really interesting to see um, Saturn perched on the Ascendant there. Right on the Ascendant. We will draw our boundaries for ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And it's opposing the, the Mars and, and Uranus, really. Yep. The other end, their natal one on the other end. Um, yeah, so that was, and then it down in, uh, at the south node, you've got Pluto Mars. Yes, and that's interesting, given that the south node um, supposedly creates constriction, um, and it may have, you know, been trying to signal um, that there might not be something entirely, you know, um, to the good with this forming of this new union, I, you know, because well, the South sure. Node isn't necessarily a good thing. No, and, and it is in the, still in the second house. And so, you know, there's a lot of second date house activity in all of this. And I think we talked before about how all wars are bankers wars. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, people make money from war. Yes. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. how, how the, you know, how it was, all came about we don't really know probably but we know the official history <laughs> yes yes which is always written by those who win it's yeah true. and you know so yeah. you see that you've got pluto mars you know on the south node i guess that's the official end of the war kind of thing <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah and you've got um what was that uranus is up there with and, and you could see that as in the seventh house in a country chart or even in a person's chart, um, that's open enemies. And with Uranus yeah. there that, you know, you could really easily interpret that as separating from, you know, oh, the, the sun, Jupiter, you know, the mother country kind of thing. Putting the apron strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and it is, con again, it's conjunct Venus, which isn't, you know, ruling the second or eighth house, but Venus it, well, in actually, in our this is associated. Say again. I lost you for a second there. Venus is associated with money. Yes, yes, okay. it is the natural in the modern scenario. Yeah, it's and associated it's with Taurus in the second house. Yes, and that they've got that little grouping of Ju uh, Venus, Jupiter, and the Sun uh -huh. is kind of interesting too. Yeah, um, and you've got the nodal axis squaring that Mercury, natal Mercury-Pluto opposition. Ah, yes, at 25 Libra Aries, exactly, <laughs> squaring Mercury at, uh, yeah, you know, no, Cancer but, and, and Pluto. And, 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 and government, you know, I mean, yes. important and tense. So, yeah, and I thought it was really interesting that you've got, I mean, I put it for 12 noon but mm -hmm. the moon the moon is either in very late scorpio 
or just entering Sag. Right. But yeah. It's right, right between. <laughs> <laughs> you know, potentially right between Jupiter and Venus. But anyways, I, you know, even the inner planets, you know, like I was saying, they, they tend yes. to show up in these charts in interesting ways as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what did you make of Neptune uh, up there? In the yeah, so something yeah. that is, that's very interesting because to me, the first thing I think of with Neptune is, you know, what's the real story? Because yes, because Neptune is the veil, you know, and so I, I don't trust Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, entirely. Well, it, it was it, founded on a sense of ideals, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, but it. It is also squaring that Venus Jupiter Sun in the seventh. Right. Right. And uh, and and I think in the end we can probably say that the U.S. hasn't really strayed that far from what it was they broke away from. They did create a stratified society, um, which is part of oh, what absolutely. they were leaving well, behind. Well, it's very much corporate driven. I mean. It, well, exactly. In the sense of stratification, I just mean that, you know, yeah. there's those at the top and then there's us peons on the bottom. No, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've also got Chiron in the fifth squaring that natal nodal axis as well. So that's interesting because, mm -hmm. of course, you're coming out of war where there's all kinds of death and injury that's been happening. Yeah. It's a big wound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And opposing the sun. Yeah. It's yes. like having an identity crisis, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah for the common person, especially. Even the like, sun's it's conjunct. So. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, would have to take sides to make sure you even survive the transition, right? Mm -hmm. If you were on the wrong side. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably pretty messy. Yeah, but it, I mean, that day the sun was conjunct south node. Yeah. Right. And squaring Mercury Pluto. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so I thought I just thought it was a very, very interesting, <laughs> you know, yes. yeah. uh, chart to start with, and uh, lots to look at in it. Yeah, yeah. And Jupiter, I don't know if you can mention this. Jupiter conjunct the Moon, so yeah. like in Scorpio, well, like the emotions are so big over well, the yeah. top. Yeah, Jupiter is definitely in Scorpio. Whether the moon's in Scorpio or has moved in Sag depends on what time. Right. Because it moves fairly quickly. Um, would have another hour. But there would definitely be the lead up of that, as Jenna said, oh, yeah, really yeah. strong emotion. And then this. And, and as soon as it moves into Sag, yeah. Yeah, there would be this joy. For some, <laughs> not for all, but for some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, it's uh, you got the the losers licking their wounds and the winners saying we did it. <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's that one. Okay, we have quite a few, so I am going to move us along. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. So this is we've had time to form a country a little bit, and now we're having our first growing growing pains. <laughs> This is the beginning, according to what I could find, the beginning yeah. of the war, the, the beginning of the first battle of the Civil War. Yeah. And so, of course, that's why in current parlance, uh, with Uranus about to come back into Gemini, there is talk of Civil War again. 
Well, look at that, you know, Mars Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> on, on Uranus. Yeah. Ooh, that's a bit explosive. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what were the other things I noticed here? We have, uh, yes, yeah, so speaking of Neptune, we've got it down at the base of the chart now. Yes. Yeah. Not, not just the last degree, but the last few minutes of. Yes. <laughs> like. And that's, again, that's where it is now. Yeah, it's coming up to the end of Pisces. Yeah. It's in Pisces, late. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so. yeah that's yeah, a little yeah. exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and of course, it would have been brewing for a while. Uh -huh. before, and you've got, you know, Mercury and, and Neptune kind of leaving the, the square to Mars. <laughs> and also the opposition to natal Neptune. So uh -huh. who knows what was going on in and, and Saturn would have just recently, um, because it's only a two years and a bit that Saturn takes to go through a particular sign. So in, you know, the not that far back, it would have been opposing that moon. And so, you know, the how do we draw the lines? Who's for slavery? Who's not for slavery? Yeah, um, well, it's also, it's also yeah. squaring, you know, Mars and Uranus. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and the Gemini. Middle, uh, Uranus. So, yeah. Uh, and, and again, we've got the nodal axis involved because you got Pluto squaring it now. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, see, and I wanted to comment about the very odd shape of Pluto's orbit. It's quite egg shaped. And so its fastest yeah. transition is through Scorpio, which is about 12 years, 12 to 14 years. Whereas when it's going through Taurus, it's 32 years. Yeah. 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 And the moon's just been over Pluto on this day. Well, yeah. Um, and and uh, the nodal, the transiting nodes are, you know, south node is right between sun and Mercury there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, again, so they would have been having eclipses across that Pluto Mercury axis that year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of um, stuff getting hit there. Yeah. I, I think, though, that the Saturn, like you were pointing out, Saturn squaring Uranus in terms of why there was that division. Right. You know, yeah. it's yeah. Like who whose rules are we going to follow? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, you know, I don't know who, again, who orchestrated the, <laughs> the war, but, you know, generally speaking, they tend to be um, somebody manipulating things in the background, which suggests, you know, that Neptune right down at the Oh, base, yeah, on the fourth house, yeah. Suggests to me that, yeah, things are not all that we've been told they were. Yeah. Uh, and interesting, again, too, with the inner planets, you've got Venus exactly opposite Neo Saturn there. Yes. From the fourth house. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And, and Sun squaring that Mercury-Pluto opposition. Mm -hmm. And it's on Chiron, too. I don't kind of, yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, those same planets just popping up. Uh -huh. that, especially the Mercury Pluto opposition and the nodal axis. Yeah. Yeah. So, very interesting. Well, and let's, you know, um, I, the, 
yeah, I'm hoping that we live way too close to the U.S. border for there to be a civil war down there. So hopefully they can find a different manifestation of Uranus in Gemini. <laughs> hopefully. Well, yes. Yes, yes, we can hope. There's always hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Lincoln's assassination. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a fairly major event. It was. Well, is he, was he the first one? I think we're not American. So of course we don't know. I think he was, but the I first. I'm yeah. Not, yeah. Not too particularly, but one I know I've heard most about. Yeah. In terms of the old. Yeah. So Gemini or Uranus is still in Gemini because this was just a few years later. Yeah. 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 But it's. Moving. And they would have been having one of their. Saturn returns with Saturn in Libra that year. Yes, yes. Saturn and Saturn, of course, is squaring that Mercury Pluto. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Ha. Yeah, I figured it. Yeah, it's fascinating. As is the Sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, that and opposition. That, yeah. This is, the time, this is the time they give for him having been shot. Right, he was at a concert or something, or a play, or play, yeah, yeah. Before theater, and he didn't die until the next morning at seven thirty, and the moon has moved at that time right to the thirteen degrees right on the sun. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, just you know, and look at Mars too, in that midst of that uh, stellium. Yeah, the Cancer stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah. in, in a state or in a nation's chart, that son would be um, considered the, uh, you know, whoever was leading the government. Yeah. Yeah. And Venus is squaring the natal moon as well. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah just uh, yeah, like I say, even the inner planets get involved in these charts. And it's really yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And especially for a specific event. Yeah. And, and it's stationary. Jupiter's stationary at 29 degrees. Oh, oh, it is too. Look at the S. Yes. And ruling the first. Oh, one. you know, um, ha. Huh. I'm I'm gonna stop the sheriff just no, I'm not. But I did pull up in case we wanted to look at it. I do have the midpoints for this chart, oh. the Sibley chart. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm just going to write that down, the 29 degree Sag. And if we have time at the end, we can go and check and see if there's a midpoint there. Because there just yeah, might sure. be. Yeah. Yeah. 29 Sag, Jupiter. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. and Neptune down in the fourth house is squaring, mm -hmm. squaring that stellium and Mars. Yes. Yeah. Transiting. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just seeing it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So again, with Neptune, so there, there must have been something that kind of ended with him. Well, with that I, Neptune there, that's interesting. Yeah. But the reason he was today, I mean, there's an agreement on the fact that um, it wasn't the, you know, the that whole, you know, lone gunman thing who just took it on, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, same with JFK. Yeah. Yeah, and he he was he was an actor himself, and and apparently hired to do this, be the Patsy, uh, right? Yeah, and um, 
And again, Neptune down in the fourth, <laughs> squaring that stuff. I kind of go, yeah, yeah, somebody's behind this that's in the shadows. Yeah. 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 So, so you know, and, and the reason is because uh, he wanted to go against the bankers. Mm. Yeah. Know, that's a sure way to get yourself oft <laughs> because they they don't take kindly to anybody messing with their power and control of money yeah yeah and, and you know they didn't have the fed yet not that that helped but <laughs> he wanted to, yeah he wanted to you know put the, the country in control so yeah but then of course then comes the fed <laughs> yes <laughs> and so great. This is, yeah, this is what was the date here. This was uh, 65. So quite a few years later oh, yeah. that but, the Fed came in. Yeah. But the bankers were, you know, yeah, working on it long before it came Oh, in. well, and yeah. And so yeah. Pluto has made, um, started to pick up a bit more speed. So it's up in Cancer now. And it's starting to activate that whole stellium. Exactly. And it's on the, the zero point of yeah. the sun. So again, not only affecting the states, it affected the whole world when the Fed came. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because yeah. you know, the dollar became, they made the dollar sort of the currency. Look the, at tra Neptune. the currency of trade, yes. Look where Neptune is transiting. Yeah, through the eighth house of bankers. Yeah. Opposite yeah. Pluto. Yeah. Opposite Pluto conjunct Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> and and Jupiter's about to help out. Yeah. Well, and Mars is even up there, you know. Yeah. Moving to come together with Neptune. Mm -hmm. Right. And and the South Node's just finished going over Neptune. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of Neptune involvement, and again, the, the nodal axis is involved. We've got Uranus sitting on the South Node. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> And the ascendant, you've got Mercury opposite Saturn. Uh -huh. Right to the degree, right across that ascendant descendant. Oh, right. Yes, I'm just seeing yeah. that now. Yeah. Ah. And Venus moving to square their needle Neptune and squaring, squaring that via transiting nodes. Uh -huh. So, yes, again, you know, there's whole lot of stuff suggesting that money is an issue here <laughs> yeah that not only but again with well and with the with the sun in the first house too, the time of year you know which of course you know i doubted if they were using astrologers back then but uh you know that is the government dictating how you know the 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 um country is going to present itself Right. Well, and so it's it's elevating that whole commerce piece. Well, and, and the sun's just degree off that zero. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. So very much and you know, squaring their ascendant or their midheaven IC, right? Yeah. Yep. So so really the Fed is a huge deal. I it mean, is. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's no question. There's no question. Nope. And yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> with everything yeah yeah so and you've got Chiron's square sorry 
<laughs> can well, I, say, I want to ask a question about yes. like we know Pluto returns are all about like like dissolving the identity and reconstructing it so with so much eighth house and like you know money finances banks like feds getting involved in all that for American identity like are we going to as the Pluto return that it's experiencing now oh, yeah. the same the exact same themes or economy's collapsing they've, they've been pr printing money like it's going out of style and there's nothing to back to, it up yeah you know, so and that's what the fed did when the, when the fed came in they i mean it's an insane thing that they agreed to that the government agreed to yeah because the fed does not belong to the government it's a it's its own thing well, nobody right. thinks, everybody thinks it's, you know, federal, therefore it's government. Yeah, and, no, and it isn't. Yeah. It has not, the government prior to the Fed was printing its own money. And the Fed, these, these banksters, you know, Rockefeller and the rest, came to them and said, we'll print the money and you can pay us for it. Isn't that a great deal? <laughs> and that's, and therefore it's all creating debt. Creating debt, creating debt. Yeah. Very, very eighth house deal <laughs> with Mercury opposite Pluto. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yes. So yeah. The if, if you look into, and there's documentaries out there about, oh, yes. you know, yeah, that, you know, and you listen or you watch them and you just think, what? Yeah. How is this like, possible? Our economy is like, hinging on this broken foundation absolutely yeah. absolutely and and yeah and it's it's criminal really it's it's a criminal enterprise is what it is yeah uh, but yeah and and it's it set and, itself up with yeah. of course with that neptune there um there's a lot of smoke and mirrors oh god yes yes yeah absolutely. yeah it's all smoke and mirrors yeah. You're going to print money out of nothing and, you know, yep. no gold backing anymore. And not only, excuse me, is um, Neptune transiting opposite Pluto, you got South Node transiting Neptune. Up yeah. Middle. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Burying it even deeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Just, uh, very, very nefarious stuff going on. And all governments sanctioned. Saturn's mm -hmm. out, out transiting Saturn is trining natal, natal Saturn. <laughs> Got them rubber stamping it, basically. And I mean, that's, you know, in the case, that's the big problem with politics in general is that yeah. they're, they're bought. Yeah. And stationary. No, it's retrograde. Yeah, yeah, it's retrograde. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the setup of this, when you have uh, one of the things that we should mention about transits is typically there are a minimum of three hits, depending on what planet we're talking about. Typically, there are three, um, and uh, you know, so sort of the the first hit is usually the setup. The second hit is you get to make adjustments. The third hit is when it sort of settles in to what it's going to be. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and with Pluto, sometimes you can get as many as five. Yes, especially if it was going through Taurus. I, I'm so glad I was not born during Pluto going through Taurus. Yeah, that, that would have been horrendous. Because <laughs> it's bad enough with three hits. I can't imagine with five. You know, yeah. it'd yeah. just wear you down, right? Yeah. Well, in Neptune, I think you can get more than three as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, it'll grind the message home when it. Yeah, comes. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Occasionally, you also can get one Dive hit, in and then Taurus is like, "In a little bit." <laughs> yeah. Um, not yet. Not yet. Oh, yeah. Jill's well, been Jill's been having that as well. She has Moon and Taurus, so yeah. And Neptune is also in conjunct. Um, yes, the, the Moon. The Moon. Right? Yeah. So this is not definitely not in the best interest of the people. <laughs> no, I, and nor would they have understood in conjunct. And they still don't. A lot of yeah. people. No, they don't. They don't. They don't get it. They yeah. have no clue. Yeah. They don't have any idea why the economy is so bad and why things are, you know, they're just, yeah. they don't, they don't make it their business to find out. Yeah. Anyways, I, I thought that was a particularly yes. rele relevant one to look at, especially yeah. given. Going well, on and that. within the years subsequent to that, of course, would have been the Pluto opposition. Oh, yeah. You know, that we're coming up to now the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the conjunction. Yeah, to lay, lay the groundwork for it. Yeah. That's yeah. a pretty shaky ground. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's move yeah, so on. It's, to... Like I say, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next yeah. one is, oh, World War One. I. I didn't realize they actually got involved in World War One. Yes, they did. This was this was when they well, I, again, I don't know the exact time, but it was it was the, the day that uh, Congress, you know, declared war on Germany. Right. Yeah. So they entered the fray. Yeah. So, again, you know, we have. Uh, well, you've got Pluto on Venus. <laughs> <laughs> much and um uh, uh jupiter's squaring the nodal axis and neptune's moving on to it kind of so right yeah i see that yeah it seems but they would have entered quite quite near the the end of it i think it only went for another year the first world war yeah, yeah. it was a, it was it was only a four-year war really yeah not as long as they probably wanted it to be <laughs> but look where saturn is ah uh, yes yeah opposite yeah so people were making money people were making uh, saturn's money. transiting yeah Mercury, opposite pluto you know second eighth house yep yep um yeah it's always seen and uranus is um you know moving towards that mm -hmm. towards um, the moon yeah big thing and certainly going to war would change things up. Well, was, yeah, and I think probably for the Americans, it was a demonstration of the fact that um, they had some power in the world, militarily, more than likely. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. And, they, I, and you know, if I was if I was looking at this as a chart of a person, uh -huh. I would say that with all that Cancerian energy, they're very insecure, and with Mars in the same Boy or an enemy, 
to defend themselves against. And that's kind of how they are, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and, and especially with Mars squaring Neptune, they see, they see enemies everywhere. Well, that's true. That's true. And then, of course, with the Saturn in the 10th, then they made themselves out to be the police. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. Will, we will defend freedom. Yes. And here we've got Mars, Venus, Sun, and, mm -hmm. and all squaring the planets. Yeah. And Cancer. Yeah. yeah. So, again, triggering that little stellium and, mm -hmm. and south node going over the sun. Wow. The nodal and axis. And, and the midheaven on the U.S. Chiron. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's questionable because I don't know the exact time for. Yeah, um, she said it for noon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. that's just yeah. I'm not looking at the ascendant uh, transiting ascendant midheaven. Yeah. Just the natal one. You know, you still got. But it, but it's interesting that at noon it did do that. <laughs> Well, well, more the, the ascended opposite Pluto, Yeah. And you've got Pluto squaring their, their natal MCIC. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, south nodes, transiting south nodes involved. It's backing up over all those Cancerian. Yeah. Planets. Yeah. So the eclipses would have been going over that Cancer stuff that year. Yeah. Yeah, even the moon is going through Libra up there in the, uh -huh. in the tenth. So, you know, yeah, that day for sure. So, I mean, they would have been polling however they did it back then. Yeah, to see yeah, if yeah. the will of the people was and with it, them or not. Yeah. And it's opposite Mars and it's squaring the, you know, Venus, Jupiter. Uh -huh. so. Yep. Again, it's just, you know, the, the chart really describes so beautifully so much of what happened. Yeah, the stage, the stage and, that was being set. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You know, that's what transits really are. That's why we use them so much is that. Yeah, they show where the energy is moving. Okay, so here we have Pearl Harbor. Wow. Right. Yeah. This is this, this is, is this is an exact one because they yeah when the bombs well, and, fell. yeah this one's interesting too again now you've got Neptune at twenty nine Virgo remember the one before where we had it at twenty nine Pisces yes right so now it's coming up to the midheaven and interesting that um, apparently uh, the naval fleet used to be at a totally different location which was quite protected. Oh, okay. Well, you, we've got this Very grand shortly, try. Uh, against, against the advice of the admirals, the president said, no, we're moving it to Pearl Harbor. Uh, where it's right out there, not protected at all. So, yeah, naval fleet, right? Neptune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I, you know, that's kind of an interesting piece as well that, you know. I would be worried about the fact that we've got, you know, Uranus, Neptune, and natal Pluto forming a wonderful grand trine. Yuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh -huh. um, it's very much, yeah. 
you know, what's really going on here? Uh -huh. and, and, you know, again, the inner planets, you got the sun, sun opposite Jupiter across that independent yep. axis. And uh, Venus moving towards the south node, natal south node. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, and, and even the, the transiting nodes just back, have just backed over Neptune, but they're square. They're pretty much squaring that uh, Mars that axis. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So it's hmm. so much. Wow. How do they put it? And Mars is opposing Saturn and squaring right. Yes. Sun. So yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. Let's let's do war. Yeah, let's create an excuse for us to jump in and because you know money, money. Yeah. Where even where the moon was going that day. Yes. Well, at that time, that because is, that is a time chart. The time of the yes. Yeah. When they, they yeah. Moon opposite Pluto. Oh. That's not good. That's not mm -hmm. good. Ouch. Ouch. Mercury opposite eighth house. Pluto on the north moon. Yeah. Nodes are always involved. And, that, you know, so again, it's really important to look at them in transits. Yes. Yeah. They do. They do carry. Well, and, and the the nodal axis, you know, during that year would have been creating eclipses across their first seventh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Okay, we have two more. Well, shows for they're in Virgo Pisces. Mm -hmm. Transiting nodes are in Virgo Pisces. Yes, yeah, exactly. Squaring. So that the eclipses then would have been squaring the first yeah. seventh house of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of their chart. Yeah. 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 Okay, next one. <laughs> this, this is one that Jill and I would have been in school and I don't know what your experience I, I, was. I remember being in Oh yeah. Yeah, I do too and the teachers were just toast. Yeah, they all just kind of wandered around in the well, days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it was it was a huge shock. And it again, was. And again, um, Kennedy had been talking about getting rid of the Fed. <laughs> Oh, he had. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, yes. He was trying to shut down all kinds of, well, mafia stuff as well. But, you know, what is the Fed but like a mafia? <laughs> um, you know. Huh. I mean, well, and, <laughs> and a Uranus Pluto conjunction, um, that uh, that's a pretty powerful combo. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And and the fact that it's squaring natal Uranus and Mars mm -hmm. and the ascendant descendant, yeah. You know, I mean that. Yeah, it's huge, huge, huge stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, we've got um, the, again the transiting nodes. You got North Node on the Sun. Uh huh. Yes, and he was the leader. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh. And and then you've got Mars, Mars, Mars and Venus. Right opposite natal Mars uh -huh. for the country. Yeah. And yeah. squaring that Neptune. And Mercury opposite their natal Uranus. Yeah. 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 A shock to the nation, 10th house. Yeah. Yeah. And the sun 
right at the last you know, degree of Scorpio. Minutes of Scorpio. Ah, uh, not good. It's just not your places. It's squaring their natal moon, basically. Mm -hmm. So the people, people yeah. were very upset. Absolutely. And the moon itself is was going had been going over the south node. Yeah. So huge tragedy for the nation. Yes. Yeah. And and a wound and a wound that has never really healed. Yeah. 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 It really hasn't. You've got Chiron squaring Uranus and the ascendant descendant axis. Yeah. Yeah. In Pisces. Yeah. And really the nations. That's that's that was when they first started using the term conspiracy theory. Yes. CIA came up with mm -hmm. that. There were too many people asked, not believing the ridiculous official narrative. Yes. And so, you know, we have to make people think they're just crazy to think that. Yeah. We're not telling the truth. So, yeah, it's, um, it does seem to me to indicate the stuff going on. Uh -huh. Yeah. Be interesting too to see um, if that Neptune is on. I'm going to write that one down as well. Um, if it's on a midpoint, what it is 15. on, what it is on at 15 is actually the world axis because it's the, the halfway halfway between. Oh, the the um, cardinal zero cardinal. Right. Yeah. So so that does activate that world. Right. Axis again, around that whole. It's ah. not just country. Yeah. So yeah, it did resonate around the world. Oh yeah. He was he was a popular guy. Yeah, he was. Um, well, they were the like Camelot <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> not, not with the um, the uh, powers, but if mm -hmm. yeah. So. Uh, so if if there is a midpoint that's like hitting that point hitting like midpoints when what did you clear? so what midpoints are is when you when you strike a midpoint um it's depending on who's striking it it um it puts those two pieces together you know so let's say um as jill was saying it's on the midpoint of the world axis which is right. the cardinal points Right. And so it calls those two pieces into play uh, whenever someone strikes is, a midpoint. And sometimes in a chart, a transit will look really benign because it's not touching anything directly, but you look at the midpoint. So, for instance, in your own chart, the midpoint of the sun and moon is quite specific. And if it gets triggered, you will notice it. Right. You know, so the the halfway between wherever your sun and moon are, that midpoint. The same yeah. with the ascendant and the MC, sort of like the world axis that we're talking about. That also is a very well, charged point. Neptune is, Neptune is semi-squaring. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's activating their MCIC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Like, Neptune is... Always got his little finger in the pie here. Yeah. 
Yeah. And again, it doesn't look obvious unless you check those things out or you no. get, you no. get caught, you know, you get more familiar with, with the numbers. Yes. Yeah. 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 So and that, like when it hits that midpoint, when you say it has more of like a global significance, like how you were saying, Jake. Case assassination or yeah. like it was a global morning. Yeah, because the, the world axis, the zero of zero points of the, the cardinal signs. Right. World events, basically. Right. Okay. So that's like exclusively yeah. to look out for that yeah. when it hits that point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always the, the zero degrees of the cardinal cardinal yeah. signs. Because those are the turnings of the sun, right? Those are your solstices and okay. your equinoxes. Yeah. So when the sun makes that turn. And, and zero areas. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's, and yeah. it's, um, you know, it, it's an, a mathematically accurate point in the sense of, you know, because it is timed specifically for, you know, when the sun is its furthest south or its furthest north or when day and night are exactly equal. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and that's that why it's it's so and so the solstice charts, like, for instance, um, we did do the solstice chart for this month. Um, some people will look at the solstice yeah. chart and the country chart together to see if there's anything getting yeah. triggered. Yeah, because that sort of can speak to the next quarter of the year for the country. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good questions. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No worries. Thank you. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I got to think about that with solstice tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So our last chart, I think this is, oh, this one. Do, 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 do. Yeah. This was, this chart has been looked at oh, a gazillion times. The most. And there, there's a, there's a, a lot of, Conspiracy theorists, um, <laughs> why so many, I wonder? Yeah. It, it beggars belief. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah. Yes, Neptune but, on the south node, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah and the sun coming over the, to Neptune. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got, again, um, the ascendant, descendant axis. You've got Pluto right on the ascendant opposite Saturn. On the descendant. Yeah. And, and I mean, we know that the buildings, apparently the buildings that were taken down, um, they were huge white elephants for the guy who owned them. And he just taken out gazillion dollar insurance policies on them and stuff. So, you know, uh -huh. he, he came out of it really good. So you've got Mercury activating Saturn at the Midheaven there. Right. Yep. And the ascendant for that first hit was right on Saturn. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted it to be newsworthy. <laughs> it was mind boggling. Yeah. It was, yeah. Although even the day it happened, I was watching it thinking, I've seen that happen. They do that with buildings. They take them down like that. That's they, right. Yeah, they fall they, in on themselves. That's yep. the only way they fall into their own footprint is when you do a yep. control, controlled demolition. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, what, what triggered it for me was the fact that there were th two or three buildings off to the side that the planes never hit. 
and they <laughs> collapsed as well. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no. Or there were no plane parts <laughs> found <laughs> at the Pentagon. It's like, huh? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You know, like, well, no. Yeah. The other thing is an airplane connecting with a, a concrete and steel building does not slice through it. Uh, well, that I don't know. That that I've and not heard anybody talk about that. I'm, yeah, it's absolutely impossible because they're made of like aluminum. The airplanes, they don't. Yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, slice through concrete, but they're very good with holograms. So you know that's okay. Uh, yeah. So okay. Yeah. 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 That's that's one I had not heard yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got, uh, yeah, you've got Uranus uh, transiting, or transiting Uranus, uh, trining Mars in the seventh. Yes, yes, yeah. you do. And close, moving closer to the, the people, the moon. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, you know, the, the, the uh, so, hmm. so many things act wearing their MCIC axis. Uh-huh. An opposing Venus conjunct that south node, north node. Yes. Yeah, yeah. nodes are always involved. It's, you know, Neptune on the south node, those guys activating, activated yeah. by the nodal axis. Jupiter on the sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And people, there were certain people made a lot of money that day. Mm hmm. Um, very interesting. And Chiron opposite Mars. Wow. Yeah. Again, another wound for the nation. Yeah. Really. And then you've got so the little figure uh, that is conjuncting Chiron in the natal chart, Jenna, that's mm -hmm. um, Eris, which yeah. is part of the, the Kuiper Belt yeah, big she, objects. And yeah. Yeah, she is uh, the, the sister of Mars. Mm -hmm. The spurned sister. And invited to the, uh, yeah, she didn't get invited to the big dinner for all the gods and goddesses, and she was some pissed. And she's all about everybody being included. Yeah. Everybody getting a seat at the table. She's a war oh. warrior for that. Yeah. Yes, I have Eris on exactly on my Mercury. Ah, and I, ah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I, even as a little kid, I was like fighting for the underdog. That's yeah, yeah. how my dad would describe me as like a little, uh, a little well, rebel yeah. for everybody else. So, uh, yeah, very familiar. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, and you know, so yes, yeah, she's on, and it's a very slow orbit. So, oh, you know, she, Eris, yeah. is still in. Aries. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's really not moved that far from where she is in this chart. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's 2001, yeah. She's just yeah, uh, yeah she's just square just squaring their Pluto actually. Uh -huh. Yeah. Or sorry, So yes, it's uh not surprising that it's uh significant and oh yeah well just having that pluto go over the ascendant that's that is always huge yeah and pluto. right opposite saturn, saturn yeah saturn. That. 
Yeah. You, you couldn't make that up. <laughs> and Saturn, Saturn is on the midpoint of Mars and Uranus. Yes. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, again, speaking to sort of uh, the organization of what, how this all happened. Uh -huh. Yeah. It was clearly very well orchestrated. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Yeah. But not surprising, really. <laughs> because, you know, when there's money to be made, and in a capitalistic society, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, that, that second house, because you got Neptune on the south node in second. Mm -hmm. A lot of smoke and mirrors. A lot of second house. A lot, lot, lot of second house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second eight, second eight, second eight. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and of course, now with Pluto return, which I uh -huh. didn't. Didn't include in these, but this year, yeah, they and they still have, you know, yeah, it's not done. It's not more done. to do. They've had their yeah. first hit. It's backing up now. Going to go over it and then back over it again. Yeah. So they don't get five. They only get three. But well, and and it will still, to some degree, be still in effect until it actually changes signs. Until it leaves. Until it leaves. Yeah. Yeah. It leaves. yeah. And, then and that won't be. 2023 is when it hits Aquarius. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it, I don't think it's a completely out of Capricorn until 2024. But yeah, yeah, it does dip back, but it, not as far as 27. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, then once it's out of there, it's heading for the South Node. Yeah. Well, and by that time, Uranus will have left Taurus. <laughs> and be in Gemini. And, you know, that's, that's where that worry about uh, another civil war starts to come in. So it's going to leave Pluto. Yeah. So out of Capricorn. Capricorn into Aquarius and kind of end this cycle that we've cycles that we've been talking about here relatively yeah. in these themes. But yeah. But also I think that it, it's moving into Aquarius just sort of, firms up the fact that we are in the age of Aquarius. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sort of the last, <laughs> the last one to finally drag itself out of Capricorn and into. <laughs> into but then you said that there'll be, it'll be conjunct. Well, for it to get to seven, doesn't move. Yeah. There, yeah. So it'll be a couple and, of years. Yeah. Okay. And that's the point that you're saying possible civil war well no actually it will be uranus leaving uh taurus because the first civil war their entrance into the second world war was with uranus um moving into gemini yeah and okay. uh, yeah <laughs> the civil war yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah okay. yeah it doesn't have to be history repeating no it doesn't it doesn't, but it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. Because <laughs> they are so polarized down there right now. And they are arming themselves to the teeth. Yeah. The, world, the world is being polarized right now. Yeah. Yes. No, that's true, too. Yeah. Exactly. Again, exactly. 
Yeah. Divide and conquer. When you are uh, an elite that comprises a very small percentage of the population and you're trying to control billions of people, you kind of have to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there is probably an alternative out there, but whether the human population is mature enough to reach for it, one can only hope. Well, and I think, you know, that's where it comes in for each of us to hold a vision of what we... What could work, yes. What should work. How we, yes. Yeah, you know, and for one thing, you know, I think Uranus is giving its indicators being in Taurus right now. It's getting yeah. back to basic values and, and nature and, you know, taking care of nature instead of polluting crap out of it, and, you know. Yeah. All of that, you know, I think that's part of what that that dichotomy between Saturn and in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus is about. Yeah. Because it's yeah, it's a square that's forcing things to change. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we as humanity can, you know, energy is power. That's what they're afraid of. That's why they need to keep us divided. If we come together in unity and uh, work together, then they don't have a hope. No, they don't. There's and they, very many of them. And they know that. And that they're scrambling like heck to, uh, to keep the narrative in their yeah. favor. In their favor, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are down to 35 seconds. So... Bye, ladies. Next week is July's forecast. Yes, 29, 28, 27 seconds. Okay. You, okay. Have, you, have, been, you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Tibet Regions Community Radio Station. And it's been a wonder. It's been a delight. Thank you both. And we will see you next week with July's forecast. Ready. Bye. Bye.